0: The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network. Hey, it's
1: Chris Jericho. You're listening to the Roughhouse House Podcast, featuring the sexiest beast in all of Maryland and the surrounding areas, the illustrious Chris
0: and Marty. The opinions expressed in the Rough House Podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW. Are they even still a thing? mcw pro wrestling czw nads flappy sack marvel studios kellogg's frisky's cat food ted turner jameson irish whiskey fruit of the loom hershey's samsung amblin entertainment groundskeeper willie or the cast and crew of the walking dead since the dawn of mankind those in professional wrestling have turned to the pro wrestling podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs
1: The rough
0: house where black people and white
1: people watch wrestling and expanding people too and all people Good job. Yeah. Uh, hi everybody <laughs> hey buddy how you doing you, you know Chris um <laughs> yes Marty there, there was part of me in my brain that when you know, AEW was launching, I, mm-hmm. I I got really excited and I was like, oh, man, yeah, it's going to be like the Monday Night Wars. What I forgot was when the Monday Night Wars happened, I was like a, a middle school, high school kid. Yeah. So I had the time to watch everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also, like you know, it wasn't like I had uh, indie companies that were available at my fingertips, and Japanese pro wrestling, Japanese pro wrestling. I only had when like high spots sold VHS tapes, and they would send them to me months after the fact. Uh, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, there's there's too much fucking wrestling, Chris. <laughs> There's, there's too much.
0: There there's a lot. There's a lot. This weekend especially is a uh, oh my god a, a waterfall of wrestling. And you know it's a it's it's a you know it's a mixed bag. One you know a lot of it is good. Um, yeah. So that's a yeah. good thing. It's a good thing for the business. It's a good thing for fans. But like you said, the the counter to that is. Who the fuck has the time to get all this shit in? I'm trying, even with working and and gigs and losing sleep over it and all this uh, sort of stuff. But you know, it's uh you know, it's it's. I felt it was my duty. To this show and our dozen <laughs> listeners to try and watch as much as humanly possible that uh that that my body and uh and everything would allow so the
1: the og baker's dozen yeah Chris 13 <laughs> the og baker's dozen I love
0: it.
1: <laughs> yes uh but yeah like i <laughs> i i'm already behind on the g1 and we're three days in three yeah (laughs) um i didn't get to watch aew or evolve last night because i was at the orioles game which in retrospect i should just brought the damn thing up on my phone it's a
0: poor choice you made a yeah he chose poorly
1: yeah yeah not really my uh my greatest decision uh but i mean both shows sounded like they were fucking killer uh Mm -hmm. and, and props to both companies for being able to do that uh g1 this morning sounded good but hey i got to watch Saturday g1 so at least I, I i got that in the mix oh and there's extreme rules tonight
0: yep yep there's that as well so yeah a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff going on we'll get to a uh a preview of Extreme Rules on on the Patreon episode. Yeah, um, so we won't be focusing as much on that on this episode. But uh, but yeah, it was it was a it was another busy week with a bunch of uh, viral stories that happened, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I believe there there was an arrest overnight. Uh, yeah, there was in, in, in the realm of uh, the WWE as well, which yeah. uh, you know isn't uh isn't a good look.
1: No, no, not for who it is. You want to just jump into that one real yeah, quick? Yeah,
0: let's let's just dig in there
1: so uh our boy uh jeffrey nero hardy oh, uh got got his ass arrested again this time for public intoxication and uh how many arrests is that for you jeff yeah making uh, a baker's
0: dozen there Cam. yeah
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah that that that's <laughs> i think that's where we're at yeah um so okay at least he wasn't uh, driving. We'll put it that yeah, way. Yeah, he wasn't driving, and also, it was a bond of, like, $153, so that was weird.
0: I think he could spring that.
1: Yeah, I could spring that. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's just done. All right, thanks. Uh, also, Myrtle Beach. I, I kind of assume you, I mean, if Ocean City is anything like Myrtle Beach, public intoxication is just, like, what you do? Yeah, so, well,
0: I mean, it, it's not just being drunk in public. You have to be causing some kind of disorder. Um, I would oh, imagine. Man. Uh, I, as well. I hope he was
1: going full Kota Abushi doing Swanton bombs while firing off fireworks <laughs> in the middle of the beach. <laughs>
0: One could only hope. And I'm pretty sure Myrtle Beach has a relatively um, large drunk tank. In, yeah. their, uh, in their holding facility, a police yeah. HQ there. So, you know, he probably just slept it off, paid a couple hundred bucks. The bad thing is, yeah, it, left a
1: signed 8x10 that they now get to put on their wall of shame. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. Uh, <laughs> maybe right. left them maybe he, maybe he did some barter and left them some tickets to the next WWE
1: live events. That are head. some of those sweet, sweet Jinko pants, whatever the fuck he wears. <laughs> maybe he had
0: a bunch of those arm sleeve things. Yes. Ripped up yes. arm sleeves exactly. in his pockets. He's like, hey, Guys, listen, yeah, listen. Yeah. listen, hey, guys, listen, listen <laughs> to me, listen, guys, listen, can you listen to me? <laughs> I've got listen, just listen, just, guys, just listen to me here, okay? Just listen. Uh-huh, I've got some neon green arm sleeves, <laughs> they're in the back of my Jinko jeans from 1997. <laughs> listen. I can give them to you. They could be yours. All of them. I can give you all of them. Just just let not just don't let this go out.
1: Hey, hey, what's your name, man? Officer Derek. <laughs> Simple phrase for you. Signed Paroxwagan <laughs> album. Oh. oh. Uh. What do you think?
0: You want the brother Nero mask? I get you the Brother <laughs> Nero mask, man?
1: I got it. It's
0: mine in the uh, compound. Don't go searching there. Nothing else. Search the compound. Let's search Therefore. the compound. It's always yeah. there. It's always there is the mask. But you can have it in the umbrella too. I'll give you the fucking umbrella, man. You want the umbrella? You can spin it around hypnotize people, man.
1: <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen. Listen. I got you. Uh, Mr. Hardy, Mr. Hardy, your bond's been set. I'm not Jeff Hardy. I'm itchy weed or whatever the <laughs> fuck thing <name> was. <laughs> uh, I will uh, say really the saddest part was his mugshot photo, like well. seeing how visible the gray hair is now in Jeff Hardy. Look, I recognize we're all getting old. I'm getting some gray in my beard myself, but it yeah. just was like, oh, Jeff. Oh, you got kids, man. You got yeah. kids.
0: I mean, you know it's dude dude has a problem we shouldn't re- even be yeah, really yeah, making yeah. fun of it cuz he, he's got a long uh, long history of having substance abuse issues yeah that's uh,
1: that's the real concerning part that like this hasn't stopped i mean yeah. I, it wasn't that long ago there was that wwe network documentary about yeah about their struggles and about yeah. how jeff you know was going to straighten up and fly right this time and it's right. like it feels like almost like clockwork every two years or so. Yeah. Jeff Hardy did something, I mean, he's been out with knee injury anyway, so I don't know like how much they're going to throw the book at him, but uh, in WWE, at least uh, but,
0: I'm sure they released their typical statement of the actions of, of Jeffrey Nero Hardy or his own. And we take no responsibility, blah, 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 blah.
1: Right. Right. Now on the flip side of that, speaking about responsibility, the other big story this week is about how uh, the outside world views the responsibility that WWE should have. So yeah. uh, to, to give a little context, um, there's a show on Fox Sports Network, mm-hmm. um, and I'm already forgetting the name of it. I wanted to say it's called like First Take or, or something like that. It, it's hosted by this woman named uh, Christine Leahy. She used to be the sideline reporter for American Ninja Warrior. And Uh-oh. why I know that, I have no idea. But yeah, here's it's a deep the- cut. Here's where I am. So she does like sit down interviews with, sports people or celebrities with connections to sports. It's it's a total puff piece thing. Like if you've seen the video shots from it so far, um, I I think the interview aired and then they were showing uh, segments of it on Twitter or or reposting segments of it on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Like it it looks like, you know, it's a conversation on like a couch in like a weird country house. Like it's got a very, uh, a super HGTV quality to it. Um, So the conversation on its own isn't really that damning it's more the details and the response that have come out since so christine is doing standard back and forth conversation with bailey bailey's talking about how difficult the uh the road is and Mm -hmm. how difficult the travel schedule is and she brings up the fact that everyone in wwe drives themselves from point a to point b Christine Leahy used to standard television operating procedure thinks this is the weirdest goddamn thing in the world that they have to get their own rental cars right. and drive themselves everywhere that they don't have drivers. that they don't have buses that they don't have vans, which are bog standard in pretty much every other form of television yeah. production. As she and says, production. And she even says it's sports production. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm, uh you know uh, with your connection with your prior connection to the Baltimore yes. Ravens it you're is. you're very aware uh, yeah, the, uh, what they do.
0: The radio broadcast team would go to the Ravens training facility, and then players, coaches, um, everybody doing the broadcasts, employees, everybody would take a bus from the training facility to an airport, jump on a charter jet, and go to wherever they were going. Um, then they were taken to the hotel; hotel was paid for, and then they were bus to the stadium, do the game, and then and then backwards to where they started. So yeah, the, it's pretty standard practice. And I, I'm, from what I know about it, the you know major league baseball is the same way
1: um nfl uh nhl yeah pretty much if, if you're part of a group i mean i'm i mean shit probably the same thing happens when you're like part of a touring production of like a broadway show or whatever um yeah, totally. but instead i mean shit that's what they did with like fucking college sports and high school sports yeah. too uh instead the wwe guys pay their own transportation. With some weird exceptions Uh, on the European tours or international tours, they're bussed around together. Um, I found out this bit because everyone was talking about it. Uh, The ring crew and the video production crew and all of that, because they're union, Hmm? they get bussed around together from point A to point B. Yeah, they don't have to cover their transportation. They don't have to pay for their hotel rooms. But WWE superstars do. Now, look, WWE is not the only one who is guilty of this. No. AEW does the same. Uh, I'm sure Ring of Honor does the same. Impact, I'm sure, does the same. Weirdly enough, NXT buses together. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little weird. Um, I think that's partly
0: because of the you know, being under the PC sort of thing, and they just do these these quick loops and, and stuff like that. Um, plus, you know, being in an NXT contract, you don't make the amount of money that a main roster person does to be able to put out transportation costs.
1: Right, right, uh, with some rare exceptions. A some, notable exceptions, yeah, yeah. Some people make uh, near main roster money. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the, the thing that is interesting about it is, A, how to the outside world, how strange that looks Mm -hmm. i know we're accustomed to it because we're wrestling nerds but we're also accustomed to a lot of strange things uh so the response to this has been uh weirdly enough to take down the clip which oh they took it down they took it down they took down the tweet that had the clip which in the world of the internet has the exact opposite effect of Mm -hmm. what you want they just let it stay up and they just let it play out and let people move on. That'd be that when you take it down, you're basically sending a message that says, we don't want people to know this. And now now people are reposting and retweeting and resharing and posting again and again and again and again and again and again and again. again. This problem isn't going to go away. I don't know if this is something where, because of the Fox connection, Fox is going to be like, Hey, what's the deal? Yeah. I don't know if this is going to blow up to something bigger. Uh, that'd be a great little asterisk for, say, last week tonight with John Oliver to mm. put as a little update to their WWE story. Um, right. You know, I, I I have a feeling that this is going to get worse before it gets better for them. And I think it's strictly because of the the, the tact that they've taken with it of trying to hide it.
0: Counterpoint. Sure. Nothing's going to happen.
1: Fair. Fair. <laughs>
0: because of um WWE brass the mcmahon's connection to uh 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue that's
1: a that's a very fair point that's a very very fair point it's an unfortunate point yeah but it's a fair point
0: and and i i hope i'm wrong you know yeah. cuz i i do think that something kind of does need to change because you know you think about it these guys um you know, they go out there, they put on a, you know, most of them are house shows. So they're doing 50, maybe 15 minute matches, physical, they're, they're there all day, um, you know, catering, they get catering. So there's that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then they have to drive, you know, anywhere from an hour to four, maybe hours yeah, to yeah. the next town. Um, and, you know, there's levels of fatigue, plus the, you know, they work out to, to maintain their, their uh, physiques. Throughout mm-hmm. the day, so it, it's it's not like, you know, oh, you get a 15-minute match and that's all you do all day. No, you, you do .com stuff, you do interviews. There's a whole bunch of stuff that goes along with being a WWE superstar. So it's not just showing up to the arena at 7, doing a match at, at 8.15 and then rolling out at 9.30. There's, oh, yeah. there's a lot more to it than that, and there's levels of exhaustion, and then, you know, obviously – the all the transportation costs that they do put out it's all tax deductible because you're an independent contractor and these are costs of doing business so it kind of you know comes back to you i would imagine at least a little bit at the end of the year but you still have to put that money out um and a lot of these superstars have families at home and you know not everybody is making you know a-list money so even you know even the basic main roster contract you're still putting out a fair amount of, uh, of change to, to get done so you know there's there's risk there's uh the financial aspect of it there's there's a lot going on um but just the word union just scares oh yeah, yeah. a collective
1: like, bargaining agreement which is yeah. what he threw out there yeah and yeah, uh, yeah i mean i i will give uh bailey all the props in the world she could tell she stepped in a pile of shit mm-hmm. and tried pulling that crashing plane up in that conversation um yeah
0: she couldn't sell your way out of that shit though uh, no
1: (laughs) no no But, but bless her for and and i recognize this may sound hypocritical because i was given seth rollinship for being a company guy a few weeks ago uh bless her for trying to be a company gal there yeah. uh, like i i admire well, the effort but there's
0: various levels of company guy in regards to these it, things so.
1: right 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 uh i i i could definitely tell from her side she's like oh shit this is gonna be a problem Let, let's let's try to move on let's just right. scoot it along let's just scoot it along hopefully um,
0: will osprey hasn't chimed in yet so that's good to know
1: Yet. <laughs> yes, yet. Yeah. He's, G- he's got G1 to think about. For the he's little G
0: one plus his missus just uh debuted in AEW last night. So he's that's true. His socials have been busy focusing on that.
1: Yeah. Uh so speaking of, do you want to talk about G1 or AEW first? Uh, let's let's uh, let's do AEW first. All right, so AEW had their fight for the Fallen show last night in Jacksonville, another free show on BR Live, unless you're international and you had to pay like 10 bucks or your equivalency on Fight.TV. Uh, sounds like it was a hot show, although uh, of the three shows so far, it sounds like it's the one people were least hyped about. Um, it, it, was only, it
0: was only two weeks from the prior one.
1: Right, right.
0: It, at this point, you know, they, they have – it's it's kind of tricky because they have no TV to build to all out. So this is this is their build. Right. Um, they're trying to you know establish wrestlers whom a lot of people don't know. Uh, they're trying to make stars. They're trying to you know do that sort of thing and build to a show. So it's not an enviable position to put on you know shows with mostly cold feuds. Like okay, well these guys are wrestling you know and and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but you know uh, I there were some things. So I loved the setup. I don't know the the venue that they
1: did it in. Uh, somewhere in Jacksonville, obviously, I think it's yeah, somewhere yeah. within it, the uh, complex of yeah, where the Jags yeah. play. The- Place Amphitheater, which is in the same complex of the uh Jaguars Stadium.
0: I loved it. um I loved the way it was set up for wrestling. It was basically like your, you know, your Meriwether or your shed type concert venue, where you have all this tiered seating. Although this one was like super tiered, like an opera house or like a right, a right, house like that, right. Um, or
1: almost like a, 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 a coliseum. Like it looked like a yeah. gladiator coliseum.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just like you know, half of it, um, right? Right. And they had like a stage with a big screen, and then they put the the ring down where the the pit or orchestra pit would be um and i really enjoyed the setup it looked really cool and then you know this morning i go on twitter and see that tony khan uh, legit said that he was inspired to do a show like that because of the South Park episode on pro wrestling. Yep. So if that doesn't endear you more to AEW, then I, I got nothing for you because that that's, that's
1: outstanding. <laughs> they are a pro wrestling company ran by a bunch of dorks and I fucking yeah, love it. I fucking um,
0: lo- but it looked really cool. Like You know, the the they had the elevated ramp to go from the stage to the ring, which led to some fun spots, and it Mm -hmm. just gives it a different sort of feel. I, I really enjoyed the the way it looked, and you know, I think that would be the perfect place to do their first. Um, um, TV show? Wednesday night dynamite or whatever they're going to call it show. Yeah, because, you know, I, I'm thinking of parallels to Nitro because obviously the, the w, w, WCW parallels are, are countless here. But, you know, WCW kicked off at the Mall of America and, you know, it had this big, different sort of, of feel to it. And, you know, I think that that, that would be really smart for them to do um, to kick off their TV show uh, there
1: yeah no i i I think that's great just because again it has that unique visual flair um in fact i think it'd be really cool i mean it might be a production nightmare but i think it'd be really cool if they tried to one of the things for better or for worse and and i i think we talked about this on a previous episode is wwe shows look the same and where they're set up yeah we talked about it last week with the g1 um in dallas uh if aew it sounds like they're gonna be playing a multitude of venues and some cities are gonna be playing larger arenas, some of them are gonna be playing like five thousand seat buildings, that sort yeah. of thing. I think it'd be cool for them to try to accentuate the fact that they are in a different city. They are yeah. in a different venue with some variants of setups.
0: Yeah. Um, even Monday Night Raw, their first show is at the Hammerstein. So that's not your typical setup oh yeah. either. So, you know, it's not just WCW parallels. It's, you know, I think that would be, you know, a really cool thing. Yeah, I I do. I would appreciate different sorts of setups. I mean, I like the tunnels, you know, that that tunnel aspect of it that they've been doing for their shows. That's cool. But, yeah, you know, depending on what room you're in, you know, and I could see them doing some uh, like a theater type thing, like where PWG is now. um, That has that sort of tiered uh, seating sort of thing. Oh, Oh, yeah and even uh nxt does uh you know theater shows like that as well they were
1: anthem uh, a few months back yeah exactly uh, the photos i saw from that show looked incredible uh yeah that reminds me i really hope aew comes to our neck of the woods i i think it's probably likely because baltimore used to be like a big wcw city yeah uh, yeah.
0: nwa wcw town yeah. yeah
1: I really hope uh, that we get one of the uh, first episodes of presumably Wednesday night dynamite. There was a there was a note in the latest being the Elite" that said ten two, so right. Uh, a lot of people are, are saying that's going to be the uh, the go live date. But in yeah. terms, and, well, just uh,
0: just to jump on that real quick, I got a text from our uh, our boy uh, Schlegel the other day oh Um, he said that i don't even know if i'm supposed to say this or not but um he said that um tnt is sending out like starting to send out press feelers and and press releases and stuff for interviews leading up to that and uh 10-2 does look to be the launch date and uh he may be speaking with uh with one of the jackson bros or both jackson bros at point. that is awesome yeah 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 so sorry justin if i blew up your spot but you know you should know anything you text me is is is, is, <laughs> is liable game. to come out on the podcast.
1: very game. I'm just gonna say, maybe text him and see if you need to edit that out. <laughs> 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 uh, so, fight for the fallen. Uh, yeah. I I myself have not yet watched the show. You watched about half of it.
0: Yeah. So I was DJing a party last night. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like an hour away in Tawny Town. drives fucking sucked. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. It was uh. It, started the pre-show started around 730 and luckily I now have unlimited data so I pulled BR live up on my phone and hit it on the you know on the laptop so like the people couldn't tell I was watching TV while I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. While I was DJing. Um, but uh but yeah there were uh, there were a couple pre-show matches um, and you know since I was working I was maybe paying 60 70 percent uh, attention to the show but I tried to try to keep an eye on it uh, as, as it was going through but yeah. um i believe let's see we had uh, uh I, Peter I have avalon yeah, versus down here yeah so the library it was they're, they're they're doubling down on the librarian thing so yeah they you know, are I, i'm giving them i'm giving them a bit of credit because they're not they're just not bending to the internet's will they 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 clearly have a vision for this uh and i don't know what kind of payoff they have planned for it but they're doubling down to it and this you know obviously without having listened to it um, and just kind of watching what was going on. This was probably the better of the three librarian segments we've seen on proper shows. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was Peter Avalon against Sonny kiss. Um, yes so sunny kiss is great if you're not uh aware or familiar with him he came out and did like a full uh dance routine with the jaguars cheerleaders Which uh,
1: sounds amazing
0: which was which was pretty great and he's he's a very talented performer and he's kind of like that um exotico sort of uh lucha libre feel um mm-hmm. to him because it's very um uh, what's the, what's the fucking word? Androgynous. Uh,
1: androgynous and androgynous flamboyant. Yeah. Be like the yeah, way yeah. to describe. Them.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if David Bowie wrestled, if Ziggy yes. Stardust wrestled, that's yes. that's your sunny Kiss. So in the match, you know, he's super athletic. Peter Avalon, I'd never seen wrestle before, so he looked he looked pretty good as well. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, I, I I'm not going to tear the 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 match down note by note, but it seemed more successful than the prior two librarian bits. And Levin Bates right. was out there as well.
1: Hey, that that sounds good to me. I know Avalon is, is a, a pretty skilled worker in general, um, so it, it's good to hear he got a uh, a chance to shine. Um, and based off of um, uh, being the elite this week, they are doubling down on uh, the librarians, uh, even as kind of like an, a, an in-joke. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think Matt Jackson on the show said he wanted some of that. Librarian uh, people? Uh, Not just librarian heat. He said uh that some of that fucking Baron Corbin heat (laughs) is how he put it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So um Also on the pre-show, Shoko Nakajima and B Priestley went against Dr. Britt Baker and Riho. Yeah. Um,
0: So uh, as I was, you know, watching in and out of this match, the one thing I did notice was, of course, the big botch of Britt Baker not knowing which little Japanese girl is her uh, partner and going to the wrong corner for a tag, uh, which is unfortunate.
1: Yeah. Hilarious. I understand she got concussed to all hell in that match. Oh, she did? Yeah, oh, so okay, yeah, right. yeah I, I saw Nyla Rose uh, her, uh for it, but uh, it, it sounds like it's not one of those like uh, you're aware of your own actions botch. Uh, that's Gosh. a you're not stupid botch.
0: Oh, that's what that well, then I take that back then.
1: That's a, Yeah, a, that um, then it looks like we had the big six man tag uh, M. Jeff, Sammy Guevara, and Sean Spears. That? M.
0: Jeff, is that what we're calling them now? Yep. I'm Jeff, okay.
1: Sammy Rivera, Sean Spears against Jimmy Havoc, Darby Allen, and Joey Janella,
0: Which is weird because, you know, looking at them... I I feel like all six of those could be heels.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. All six of them absolutely could be heels. But our our faces are the painted up goth guy, the old British goth guy, and the weird crazy guy who got in a shitty fist fight this week. Weird party, bro. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But uh, that match, you know, seemed pretty hot. Um, A lot of stuff going on. Um, And from what I could tell, you know, a lot of it. Sammy Guevara got a, a lot of his shit in and he got yeah. a chance to shine in that match. He went on a run of like doing uh, cra- a couple crazy things in the ring and then topes and stuff, stuff to either side of the ring and, and just some, just some craziness in there. Um, you know, obviously being a six man tag of jointed together people, there was dissension amongst the ranks. Can yeah. they coexist sort of stuff? Um, you know, Darby Allen tagging himself in and, and, and stuff like that. But uh, you know, i will say this joey janela can sell his fucking ass off
1: yeah yeah
0: like he sells like he's dead uh, yeah <laughs> a lot of times takes shit that makes makes you think that he may be dead but he's he's really good at that my issue with this is sean spears um, okay uh,
1: now has a new nickname the chairman
0: okay Okay, I kind of like that. Uh, <laughs> damn it! Don't make me like him. So the former Ty Dillinger, he comes out and he's he's just he's just putting on like a stock mean guy face, walking really slow, and I was like, okay, that's like heel one hundred one sort of stuff. It just didn't, you know, <clears throat> I don't know, it didn't didn't really jump out at me, and I. I I don't know. I the, the I, I just, I'm not sure I buy the guy as yeah. like this shit kicker heel. Like he's tall, sure. Mm-hmm. And uh you know and but he kind of didn't get a, a lot to do in the match, but he got the pinfall and you know just I don't know. <clears throat> I just I'm 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 not sold on Sean Spears yet. It just okay. seems like uh I know he's Cody's boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. so I know there's that and also, you know, the whole bad side of, of WCW sort of thing of taking a WWE cast off and trying to make them into something. So,
1: right. Right. Oh, couple things going
0: against old, uh, old Mr. Um, Billy, no Peyton Royce, yes. Mr., Mr. Peyton Royce, which, Hey man, good on you for that game. That respect is, game. That's a catch right there. Yeah. But well in done. terms of, uh, of in ring and persona, I'm, I'm not there on them yet.
1: Yeah. Um, one of the matches said like one of the few misses of the show was after that, as it was Brandy Rhodes against Allie, which really seemed to be a way to build awesome Kong versus Aja Kong. Yeah.
0: And um, you know what? I'm fine with that. You know, uh, I think that this was a better showing from Allie than her prior match with Leva Bates. Um, Mm -hmm. that's good for her and Brandy, you know, Brandy's fine, you know, she she runs the ring better, you know, runs the ropes better than any of the 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 bra and panties divas from back in the day. So I'll at least give her that. She's trying. Um, but uh, you know, I like uh I like I like Awesome Kong being there and Aja Kong limping her way to the ring was was great as well with the stare down. So yeah, I'm I'm for that at all out.
1: Yeah, no, uh, give, give me the Lady Hoss fight, man. Just just give me that injected straight into my veins. Uh, Then we add another triple threat tag match. Uh, The Dark Order of Stu Grayson and Evil Uno, uh, Jack Evans and Helico and a boy and his dinosaur. Yes. The team of Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, who apparently now are aligned with Marco's stunt?
0: Yeah, apparently Luchasaurus is the Twink Whisperer, so... <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just coming out with all these little dudes to throw around which you know is is fine I guess. Um but this was this was one that I, you know, tried to pay a little more attention to cuz obviously from lucha underground I'm a fan of uh of luchasaurus as well as Jack Evans and Helico, and I haven't seen um the uh dark order yeah. before so the I was curious to see what Super they were, Smash Bros. Smash Bros., yeah. yeah. So I was curious to see what they were all about. So if this looked like my style of match. Just, oh, just yeah. a whole bunch of crazy shit. People being tossed around all over the place. Um, you know, I think in Helico and Jack Heavens. Jack Evans have some of the more um, innovative tag team offense mm-hmm. and, and a boy and his dinosaur the same, you know, the way Luchasaurus tosses uh, Jungle Boy around and they have some, them, some you know, all three teams had great tandem offense, which is really what you're looking for in this division and, you know, a tag team division is going to be pushed very highly yeah. within AEW, so they definitely have the talent in the tag team division um, but yeah, everybody kind of got their shit in there uh, and it was, it was super Super fun to watch.
1: And it looks like the dark order now going to be going against best friends at all out for that. buy in the AEW tag team title tournament. So, uh, I, I, storytelling threads coming together you you got you got the team that's been teams that have been feuding and they're going to go against each other for uh, an opportunity in that tag title tournament uh the other match that a lot of people were hot and cold on was the next one hangman page against kip sabian um yeah i didn't get to watch
0: a lot of this because this was sort of the end of my end of my gig and i was wrapping up and packing up and stuff like that so (laughs)
1: What it sounds like it is, it was kind of a, a slower match because the the idea was it was Sabian uh, just working on the leg a lot of. Um, uh, that's your relative leg a lot. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. We're, we're My on, cousin. He lives in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sabian working on the leg a lot of Hangman Page as it continued to uh, have the uh, the trick knee story. Um, Sabian apparently looked really good. Uh, people are starting to get a little cold on Hangman Page, which is a bummer because, like, All Out was supposed to be his big like coming out party as a main eventer. Um, I don't know really what they're going to do to fix this in in such a short period of time. But that that seems to be the takeaway that I've seen online because again, I haven't had a chance to watch the show yet. Yeah, and, uh, uh, that that was not taken so well. Uh, Post match, uh, a member of the Dark Order came out. And by member of the dark order, I mean Chris Jericho under a mask.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard at this age in 2019 to hide Chris Jericho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For a multitude of reasons. Um, but you know, it, it again, like you said, you got to build those storylines to all out. And you know, it's it's Jericho and Paige happening there. So you had to do a little bit something there. So, you know,
1: fine. Yeah, yeah, uh, that does remind me. Uh, so uh, we don't really talk too much about impact, but did right. you hear about the the finish uh, to to the semi main at Slammiversary?
0: Was that the Brian Cage and Michael Elgin match? Yes.
1: Yes. Uh, what was the finish? Some, somebody got involved, right? Yes. Uh, a guy who's built like oh, Rhino and right. did a gore-like Rhino but yes. was under a mask. So it's definitely not Rhino because he's still under contract the WWE for three more days. Right.
0: But you look at those legs and it could be nobody but Rhino. Right.
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, I just love the fact that at this point, Impact's like, fuck it. What are they going to do? Sue us, right? Cool, we get press again,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, di- I did hear about that. Um, and just a you know, a quick sidebar on Slammiversary was the Slammiversary? Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I, I, heard that the show was, was pretty good. Um, there was yeah. the, the test Blanchard, Sammy Callahan main event, Yeah, which, which is cool on its own, right? That an uh, intergender match, uh, main event at the a show. There was a, uh, like an extreme rules, uh, knockouts match with, uh, mm-hmm. with Taya. Yeah, monster's ball. It was a monster's ball. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Taya and, uh,
1: Rosemary, Sue Young.
0: I yeah the fourth There's a fourth Kira person. hogan maybe yeah uh no kira hogan was in a match with jordan grace oh
1: okay it
0: was a triple threat with her jordan grace and somebody else or maybe it was a one-on-one i don't okay. know okay uh, i only saw a couple couple gifts of jordan grace that i yeah. watched a couple times over um but uh yeah. but yeah i heard the match overall <laughs> overall was pretty good there was a, uh eddie edwards had a match with killer cross killer cross that's
1: right yeah that was the first blood match and there was a, a triple threat tag match with the rascals lax and the north the former monster mafia from uh, canada um, lax done yeah act yeah that was their their swan song santana and ortiz uh apparently uh going to go to greener pastures not sure what pastures yeah. they are but uh i mean those guys are, are worth the bigger um the 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 bigger stage uh i mean their their old tag team name on the indies was eyfbo for entertain your fucking balls off and they've (laughs) really that was their name uh and they're my uh,
0: new favorite tag team
1: (laughs) and uh they they definitely have done that everywhere i mean we saw them on that fucking pancakes and pal driver show that no one was putting effort in and they were having yeah. a ball so yeah, like they're,
0: they're going all out yeah, yeah. No, they're super talented and you know if they go to aew and get to continue their feud with uh with lucha bros uh, hell yeah, hell for yeah. That. you know if they go to to wwe and end up fighting uh undisputed era i'm here for that as well uh or street profits you know i'm i'm Whatever they decide to do, I'm sure they'll be making some good money and uh, be getting uh, a lot more eyes on them, so so good on you. There was one other person who finished. Oh, it was Impact, Johnny Impact. Yeah, uh, jo-
1: Johnny Last Name, going somewhere else. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 So, you know, I know that Taya, I think, is still under contract with mm-hmm. Impact for mm-hmm. a little bit, so not sure where, if anywhere, he's going to go. Apparently, Uncle Dave's saying that uh, the Johnny Impact wants to focus on his film career, which...
1: I mean, he's getting up there in age, so yeah. it, it's that one-two punch of probably wants to think about after wrestling and the like. Basically, the the timeline where he can make something of himself in film is probably getting smaller and smaller. So That's true.
0: I mean, you know, on screen at least, he yeah. he probably has a future as a stuntman. If, oh, um, undoubtedly, uh, you know, because he did his all his own stunts on uh, Boon the Bounty Hunter. So. I almost called
1: it Dog the Bounty Hunter. I know. So, I, you know I did too. too. I had to stop myself. <laughs> which i've yet to
0: watch it's on netflix and i've yet to watch it there's just
1: too much shit i can't yeah no there there are too many things there are too many things chris i Uh, will say
0: this week i'm gonna have a little bit of time because i have two out of town uh day trips that i have to take um that i'll be in airports for the majority of the day so unlimited data coming through in the clutch um well plus most airports have wi-fi so i know there's no ios app for new japan world correct
1: right but you can watch it in your browser no problem
0: Okay, I also have a, a shitty thirty-five dollar tablet from Amazon that should uh, oh, should yeah. should have uh, access to that as well. So I'll definitely bring that along. Try and catch up on some G one action. Maybe watch the Evolve show at that point. I know that there was a a Chronicle of Ricochet that was just put out and a, a twenty four about uh, Big Dave. Yeah, that I haven't watched. It, there's too much shit. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. There, there's there's too much shit. There's far too much shit, uh, and of course you got to catch up on the rest of this show, including this match, Lucha Bros against Ooh. SCU, which was, apparently balls out great. Uh, but what's oh, what, happy? I'm I mean, well, it depends which version of Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky you get. Uh, but th- this was working boots, Frankie and Scorpio, and uh, apparently Phoenix was the, the star of the match. But what's really exciting is in the post match, they set up for all out, it's gonna be the Young Bucks and Lucha Bros one more time, but in a ladder match, yes. which should be.
0: Insane well, I guess they can't call it Ladder Wars Wasn't that a, an yeah, ROH Yeah that, that was uh, the ROH thing yeah. But whatever they end up calling it Even if it's just Ladder Match I'm 100% there and pantsless for that. So uh, those guys are going to murder each other in ladders for our entertainment and bless their hearts.
1: Yes. And speaking of matches that we won't wear pants for, I'm going to drop mine when I get to finally watch this one. As Kenny Omega took on Shima as basically my favorite wrestler from 2002 takes on my favorite wrestler today. Um, I heard this was unbelievably good. Okay. Uh, Shima getting a, a big coming out party as a single star here in the States. Ken. First time bout. Uh, and Kenny actually gets a singles win, which, you know, is, is the momentum he needs. Uh, but I, I heard it was just a great match from both guys. And, and I can't oh. wait to watch that one. Um, they did the Chris Jericho open mic segment where uh, he uh, –
0: Still you know, wants to thank you. Still for... wants
1: a thank you. It really, it was just to build out to uh, another brawl between him and Hangman Page, where like all the refs and agents and undercard guys came out to try to break them up. Uh, to the point about the librarians earlier, yeah. they're slightly over because when Peter Avalon came out to try to break it up, there was People a big shushing. In the crowd, so,
0: okay. All right. Well, I, and look, you know.
1: The AEW
0: crowd, the people that have, you know, traveled uh, to see these people, they're going to they're going to do what they can do to get anything over. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You know, So and, you know, good good for them. They're trying, you know, they, they they won. They buy into anything hook, line and sinker that 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 creative elite force does, which, you know, that's says something about the goodwill that the elite has has stored up. Plus, you know, these these people, I almost said Mark's. But they're marks. These marks want want the product to get out, yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna contribute,
1: you know. Dude, I'm a mark. I fucking love professional wrestling. I mean, come yeah. on. Um, then the main event was, of course, the Young Bucks and the Brotherhood. That's what they're calling Cody and Dustin. Uh, yeah. just apparently balls out great old school tag match. Uh, Bucks go over on that one, and then they had a uh, big wrap up at the end where they donated one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to oh, yeah a uh, gun control charity. So, uh all around excellent work from everybody. Like I said, of the three shows, it sounds like it's the one that people were least excited about and yes, unfortunately Alex Marvez was back in the booth providing yeah. nothing. I saw a whole bunch of memes involving him uh today so um yeah I, I i think they should just put him to the back there were some videos on the aew youtube of him doing backstage interviews and he was more than fine in that role yeah uh,
0: more than fine what a ringing endorsement <laughs>
1: uh, I'm, I'm just saying like when was superbly compare, average Where you can pick well look a he's not alicia tout but b yeah b put him in a dress we'll see you know what? That's a great point. Uh, he didn't seem like he was as lost. He seemed like he knew what he was doing. Yeah. Uh, unlike in this, where he's Look, contributing nothing. As we've come to learn from doing roughhouse
0: reviews, it is not easy to do commentary for a pro wrestling match.
1: True. True. It, 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 it does take a specific tact or craft. That said, anybody wants to invite me to commentate a match, I would more than love to do so. <laughs> wait, wait, Nudge, nudge. Book me. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Okay. Um. There's also the Evolve 10th anniversary show last night, which yeah, again, I, I've seen none of. Uh, the highlights sounded like um, there was a women's match between Brandy Lauren and Shotzi Blackheart. Of the two, have only heard of Blackheart. Apparently, Shotzi decides basically to kill herself dead in this match to get cool. over. So, uh uh heard that was super fun um ar fox and leon ruff won the evolved tag team titles over eddie L- kingston and joe leon G- ruff leon ruff yes okay, R-U-F-F. gotcha, gotcha. Um, they beat uh, uh eddie kingston and joe gacy for the evolved tag titles Go which on. i really just want to see because holy shit eddie kingston's on the wwe network right and ar fox is dope as hell too so yes, he's fun to watch matt riddle beat drew gulak bro yeah, uh what was one of the matches of the night, uh, according to those who watched the show. Um sure. so they did not put the cruisador title on the line there because that's being defended tonight at extreme rules. Right. Uh but hey, Matt Riddle going over the cruiserweight champ, not a bad place to be. Yeah,
0: I'm not sure Matt Riddle meets the qualifications to
1: be a cruisador. Yeah, you know, that's a fair point. He's probably two oh six. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah or four twenty, something like that. Uh <laughs>
0: uh paul mushroom, the mushroom tattoo really uh weighs him down a little bit
1: yes yeah. yes uh <laughs> paul Heyman popped up his first time in the ecw arena in like 18 years wow uh he put over the show and he put over the semi-main event which was the uh unification match for the evolve and wwn titles as austin theory who is going to be a massive star one day It's just a matter of when he gets signed, not if. Uh, He went over JD Drake, who's basically just a big Hoss guy. Okay. Not Uh, not Eli's brother. Not not Eli's. No. Okay. Uh, Okay. And then the main event: Adam Cole beat Akira Tozawa in what was apparently a super great match, and built to guess what? Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole.
0: Uh, Ah. You know, I was thinking to myself yesterday watching NXT, like, oh, Gargano has been really quiet since he uh, since he lost the title, and then, then here we go. Um, and you know, reading NXT spoilers, yeah, I kind of already there, knew this was go. coming, but I mean, okay.
1: Let's let's
0: move along here. Let's,
1: <laughs> At some point you're the guy who should have graduated high school and you still keep hanging out.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I, I don't care how good you are in the ring. I, I need I need I need momentum.
0: I yeah, need- this has to be the definitive one-on-one sort of um, fully Adam Cole wins, you know, oh, yeah. without I mean, any help, sort of thing. You know, really,
1: it's it's the rubber match. They're, yeah. they're one and one, so that you know. Well, the like, first
0: match was a two out of three. let match, that's, fair. that's
1: fair. <laughs> Gargano won. Cole has won. Now let's uh let's settle it in Toronto and then
0: move on i will i will say this in regards to last night scrolling through the twitter um,
1: yeah it
0: did look like aew dominated the conversation yeah so if the the idea which i don't think it was was to counter program evolve to I, aew I, I
1: still think it, it's a coincidence and, more than anything else. yeah
0: yeah yeah but you know aew definitely dominated the the social media talk from from what i could discern and you know even more so than uh the replay of uh the g1 climax yeah. uh B block night one, which was replayed Saturday night from Saturday morning. So yeah, yeah, it definitely looked like eight in terms of social AEW won the night. If the, you know, if we're counting battle wins and victories here, which again, don't think it really should, but that's just kind of, and it doesn't
1: really matter. Like, look, I, I I enjoy the fact that we live in a world where there were that many high level, high priority professional wrestling shows that presumably everybody got paid very well to do. Yeah, so that's that's awesome news for wrestling in general, regardless of where you yourself sit in terms of your preferences. But Chris, let's just get into it. Motherfucking one season continues. Hell yeah, Yeah. brother. We had night two yesterday, night three uh, this morning. Um, So I've watched night two. I haven't watched any of night three yet. Uh, so let's just hop into night two. Uh, just going to go right into the block matches. Uh, started with Juice Robinson and Jingo Takagi, which was hot. Man, Fuck man. oh,
0: Fire. man. This mad, yeah. Like like we were texting back and forth. We were kind of watching it simultaneously. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that one kind of was uh, came out of nowhere to be a banger. Uh, yes yes like, sure on paper any any you put shingo in there and you have a possibility of a great match and you know yeah. juice super
1: fucking over in japan L- japanese ladies love juice robinson
0: man even with even i mean maybe even more so now they cut the dreads off yeah
1: yeah <laughs> uh but great match it's one of those matches that just kind of builds like a snowball it just it starts and it just goes rolling down the hill and just gets bigger 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 like I I didn't expect that to be such a banger, but as you and I talked about, I think that was my favorite of night too, uh, just because it came out of nowhere to be such a great fucking match.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was probably my second of the night um, because, but, you know, just because I knew the one that was my favorite was going to be a banger and it lived up to it, uh, you know, just a a counterpoint on it. But yeah, you know, it, it, I've I've clearly realized that whatever my gut is telling me who's gonna win the match, pick the opposite because I'm terrible yeah. at picking G one matches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't have picked Juice to go over. I wouldn't have had Shingo lose right after you know, after losing the Will Ospreay. Uh, but yeah, lo and behold, Juice Robinson picks up the two points in the uh in the B block. So good on you, Juice.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think we're seeing a, a story with both Osprey, although yeah. I, I uh, we'll talk about today yeah. uh, I think we're seeing a story with osprey and shingo where it's this idea of you're a light heavyweight in a heavyweight world, and you are you are dealing with the ramifications all that. Although I'll be honest, Shingo looked bigger than Juice. I was just gonna say that.
0: I'm like, yeah, yeah you know, the, the light heavyweight weight sort of thing, and Osprey looked better, bigger than Sonata uh, as yeah. well in in today's matchup. So you know, it's you know, I I get the weight class thing, but at the same time, you know, there's a little suspension of disbelief involved there. Um, after that, we had Tai Chi and Mox uh, John Moxley. Yeah having uh I'm looking yoked yeah dude dude looks swole as hell uh i don't know what he's been eating over there in japan all the, all the fish uh i guess yeah. <laughs> but uh dude, dude's looking right and the the match was uh the match was fine fun you know
1: yeah just a crazy wild brawl he got jumped by taichi to start yeah. and uh, they brawled around the building. There was a crazy table spot. Oh man, he uh, on that table. Yeah. Oh, did he do like a uranagi through it?
0: Uh, uh, that, it was it a power bomb?
1: Uh. Oh wait, the uranagi might have been in a later match. Anyway, um. But yeah, it was just a wild, awesome brawl. Yeah, I loved it. And did you see the? Uh, I I caught it on YouTube last night. Did you see the the post match interview? No. With, okay, so. Shoto Amino he, he as has been established, Moxley's picked him as his young boy. Right. Point that I don't know if you spotted it during this match. During the match, Shoto was wearing a Mox shirt as opposed oh. to the standard NJV shirt that the okay. young boy And he also was holding the US title for him. Aww. So there's an interview that they did backstage, another fun interview, where <laughs> Moxley has decided that Shoto Amino's new name is Shooter. Okay. <laughs> So he's just talking about his buddy Shooter for a few minutes.
0: Shooter McGavin. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he eats pieces like, of shit like you for breakfast.
1: <laughs> he eats pieces of shit for breakfast. Uh, no. But yeah, super fun match. And uh, Moxley killed Taichi with oh, the Death oh, Rider.
0: That's probably the most brutal Dirty D's Death Rider uh, paradigm shift I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just murdered him. Yeah. And then we got the comedy match of the day as Toru Yano and Tsoya Naito went one-on-one. Super silly, oh. super fun, super Mwah. great. Uh
0: Nido's such a shithead. I, I I I wouldn't have thought that the comedy would have come over so well of him countering Yano, but man did it. I loved this match.
1: Yeah, and Yano kicks off G1 with a perfect record. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah who the hell knew?
1: Yeah, is gonna be my, my dark horse back. <laughs> David Faley. Yes, yes. The final uh, of the G one. <laughs> by but, the way when red shoes jumped in and took the corner pad from nido uh i i was no good oh dude dope
0: across the ring oh yeah, was, yeah, it yeah. was that was outstanding and you know nido going after the corner pad there was yano messing telling nido to take his t-shirt off alluding to the fact that we all know yeah, yeah. you know nido's t-shirt preferences and whether yeah. he wants so, to work the match yano, it was yano oh. put his shirt on yeah it was that was it was like that's, that's, that's pro wrestling. I, you oh. know, like I, I love flippy news and I love all kinds of crazy power maneuvers, but I also want to be entertained. I want to be sports entertained. Yeah. And that yeah, was that's what
1: that was. That's what uh, it was. That reminds me. Did you, uh, did you watch? Oh yeah. You watch with the the English commentary on there? Mm-hmm. Uh for so, I think it was cuz we watched G1 on Access with obviously the English commentary yeah. I was like I'm going to I'm going to stick with Kevin Kelly and Rocky Romero. Uh Romero put over the fact that apparently uh the corner posts uh Yano has named them Dave and Steve.
0: I thought it was a Tom or something in there too. <laughs> oh they might had... might have
1: been. all yeah. I know is like he grabs the first one and yeah. Rocky that's Steve. And yeah. then he grabs, oh, that's Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> all in on it i'm 100 I'm percent uh I'm, i've now been you know i haven't really paid attention to a lot of yano stuff but yeah this is uh that speaks to me on a primal
1: level <laughs> uh then we had those big big boys <sighs> they, they big boys beat oh, the fuck oh, each other Jeff and tamahiro ishi oh
0: man a glorious hoss fight it is everything i wanted it to be and then a little bit extra i mean they straight up just murdered each other with forearms yeah. and suplexes and throws and the
1: head belly to belly oh. belly to belly there's this belly to belly that a Cobb does to ishi where he launches him i didn't know ishi could be rendered outside of gravity like i yeah. thought i thought he just retained like a, a steady distance to the ground,
0: it's like one of those things that you know that you punch and it comes right back, you exactly, know, sort of exactly. little, one, one the, of those sorts yeah. of things. And it is not easy to make Tomahiro Ishii look small, <laughs> yeah. Jeff Cobb, a big boy, yeah. uh, he is wide AF, uh, and you know, he's not short either, he's, he's just. A, he's a monster yeah. you know and he's super fun um to watch him toss people around and and you know still be able to pull off a fucking shooting star standing shooting star uh yeah. on and somebody
1: any salt? Yeah.
0: yeah 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 he's a he, he's a beast i loved this was my match of the night i absolutely loved it
1: yeah like, like i said it's, it won 1a for me yeah because juice and shingo was such a surprise like yeah when something's unexpected for me, that always get that little extra bump up sure. because you know that that's why we watch wrestling to have those moments. where We go, "Oh my god, I can't believe yeah. that happened." Um, main event of uh, night two was uh, uh, a Goto Jay White. Yeah, Jay White. Um, decent match. Uh, I'm not a big Goto guy as, as we got over, but he he definitely slimmed down a lot. Um, he looked like he was in really good shape. Jay White looked like he was in great yeah, shape, he looked chiseled,
0: he looked really good.
1: Um, and the crowd was super hot for it, so it, it's one of those things where even if I didn't love it because the crowd was so excited for it, I'm like, all right, look, that worked. Uh, I, yeah. I, I get credit, it just wasn't really my style of match, but I continue to give Jay White all the props in the world for being a heel heel and not a cool heel.
0: True. True. Yeah. 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 And um, you know, like you said, when we were texting each other, it maybe went five minutes too long in the middle there. Um, Um, but The finish was super hot. And um, I had something else I wanted to say, but I can't remember what the fuck it was. Um,
1: I I was really entertained at the spot at the top where uh, Jay White, while stalling decides to get out a chair, to set it up so uh, Gato so, can <laughs> <laughs> and be safe behind the the guardrail. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. What I was
0: going to say is, it, it it almost seems like they're maybe um, pushing some kind of uh, story for Goto of like having a, a Tanahashi esque uh, comeback run here. Um, so we'll see how it plays out in further nights of the B block. But you know, like you said in commentary, and I paid attention to it more after you said that they were really putting that guy over. Yeah. Um, Put him over so. Big. Yeah. So so yeah, I mean B Block night 1 uh was was solid. Uh yeah. a bunch of good stuff. And then this morning, uh Sunday morning, Saturday night, a Block what,
1: night 2, night 3 overall. Yeah. Yep. Um, sounds like a great fucking group of matches uh kicked off with one that I would not have wanted to watch, but people are telling me it's good. Lance Archer <laughs> and Bad Luck Folly.
0: I don't know if good is it, it was I mean it was fine. I wouldn't okay. say good. I'd say fine for me. Okay. Uh, I mean, you know, I guess as good as you're going to get from Fale uh, mm-hmm. Archer continued to look like a like a beast in there. Um, did his rope walk and uh, and you know had some had some fun stuff there. It, you know, I didn't I didn't love it. Um, didn't work for me super super well big guy style. But you know, to each their own.
1: All right, then we had Will Osprey and Sonata.
0: Yes, this uh, this was my. It's between this and ZSJ Okada for my match of the night. Yeah, um, I think ZSJ Okada kind of edges it out a little bit, but Sonata and Osprey, man, they were they were tit for tat. They were reversals on top of each other. A lot of uh, a lot of fun flying and and striking and and, and, and reversals. It was a, it was a well performed match, and it was one of those things where a lot of the <clears throat> reversals from like. You know, Will trying to get Nas Cutter and turns it into a uh, a cold skull or whatever. Is that what it's called? The the uh, the submission where he holds him on uh, over the neck. Yes, yes. yes, so yes a okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and a lot of the transitions and stuff weren't super smooth, but it was one of those things where the the choppiness of it added to the realism of it, um, yes. which made it seem that much better. Um and then Osprey finally gets his first points uh with W there. So good on you, Willie Osprey. But Sonata looks like a million bucks. And then after that was my favorite of the day, uh, Z S J and Okada. You know, yeah, my-
1: I really want to see that one.
0: It was mainly, you know, these guys have a, a storied history over the past year or so. Oh, no, that was him and Tanahashi, wasn't it? Or was it Okada?
1: Uh, sorry, uh, ZSJ beating up. Yeah, it was. It was. It was Okada, right? He, he had stuff with Okada. He's mostly had things with Abushi um, uh, this year. That's been a lot of it. But uh, him and Tana, they went against each other at, at MSG, if that's what you mean.
0: Uh, I think it was something about tapping out Okada. I think I think it was last year. Oh okay. Yes, yes, had... it was. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But uh yeah, so it was kind of renewal of that. And it was it was mainly ZSJ trying to, you know, get all these crazy submissions on Okada. And uh there was the tombstone that Okada hits on ZSJ, it really made me cringe because ZSJ's neck kind of went at an angle it's e. not supposed to. Um and you know, he continued to sell. I don't know how much of it was legit, uh, and how much of it was, was selling, but you know, they definitely worked the neck and ZSJ worked the arm to try and uh, counter the Rainmaker. And it was, yeah. it was, it was a fantastic match. That was my match of the night. And it looks like it only went 12 minutes, which is basically a sprint for Okada. Yeah, it was not, it was not super long, but man, they got a lot of fun stuff in there.
1: Alright, then we had uh, Evil and Kota Ibushi How did Kota look? Because I know he's coming off of a, a, an ankle injury
0: Well, that was the story of the match Is that oh, okay. Evil mostly worked um The ankle, Kota did not do much I don't know if this is a legit injury And they're just, you know playing into it and he, he did not get a ton of stuff in. He kind of had a, a fiery comeback um, towards the end of the match, but fucking evil evil picks up the W on Coda. Ibushi is zero and 2 zero points so far yeah. in the, uh, in, in the a block, which, you know, is, is kind of shocking.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he, he was my guy. I, I thought, I mean, I still think he might be the one to go all the way, but oh, sure, I, yeah. I think the big surprise in terms of who's got a big goose egg right now, Ties into the main event as Kenta defeated Tanahashi, Tanahashi's last year's winner. Yeah. uh, The ace, no win so far as Kenta goes over Tanahashi in the main event.
0: Yeah. Kenta has his four points now. um, So I think, I guess he's in the lead or no, him Uh, and Okada each have.
1: I was going to say, I have the full standings. Okay but how before we get into that how was kenta tanahashi
0: it was it was good i mean kenta continued his being the shithead uh shit kicker um sort of thing and to the point where you know ace was getting fired up at a couple points and it made it uh made it made it really good um but yeah i kind of i kind of tried to breeze through this right before we started recording uh so i didn't pay full full attention um, and get all the nuances of it but I I saw the majority of the the big stuff and you know Kenta looking looking pretty good so far so you know in terms of him and you know what this holds for his future so far two matches in it is looking pretty good for the guy
1: nice so after three shows, uh, the A block has a three-way tie at the top with four points of Okada, Kenta, and Lance oh, and Archer. Archer. Yeah, right. Then a three-way tie for second place: Sonata, Bad Luck Fale. I'm oh, sorry, four-way tie for second place: Sonata, Bad Luck Fale, Evil, and Will Osprey, each with two points. And then Abushi, Zack Saber Jr., and Tanahashi with goose eggs. And then uh, B block: those on the board are Goto with two, Ishii with two, Yano with two, Moxie with two, and Junior robinson with two uh show continues monday uh let me see if i can get that lineup up real quick i think we're going back to the b block for that one uh correct all right let's see uh yes i believe we're we're getting
0: more nido and tai chi
1: nido and tai chi both zero and one uh we are getting ishii and jay white Okay, uh, Ishi one and zero, JY zero and one, Jeff Cobb and John Moxley. Oh yeah, I'm, shit! I'm one hundred percent here for that. Both guys uh, really, really could come out looking amazing. There, Juice Robinson and Hiroki Goto. Could be all right, okay. and then Yano versus Shingo, oh. which uh, I I want to see just the murder. ridiculousness that happens with Shingo there. I uh, want
0: I want Shingo to no sell every bit of comedy and just murder Yano. That's that's yeah, what I need. Yeah, that, that,
1: that, like a legit in ring murder yeah. live on New Japan World, and they have yeah. to cancel the rest of the G one.
0: It's only 9,999
1: yen. No, nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine yen. Nine thousand? It's nine nine hundred I don't know how money works.
0: Yes. It was. <laughs> <laughs> the Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast. Follow us at roughhousesgw SGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash The Rough Podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at Patreon.com slash The Rough Podcast. And check out our videos at YouTube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J two one n lowercase w capital g lowercase k capital p m lowercase l capital d n 7 lowercase c 3 lowercase r lowercase f u v q
1: this is the The rough house uh podcast with justin and christoph that's it fuck christoph he's terrible with his information okay hey this is the rock shut your mouth jabronis and listen up because this is the rough house podcast with justin and my least favorite man on the planet Kristoff, and marty
0: the preceding presentation was brought to you by the realm network
1: do you have a little wrestling fan who's just bad at math? Are you worried they won't get their multiplication tables this year? Well, Booker T is here to help you with learning math
0: with Booker T. 5 time, 5, time, five time. Booker T will help you with your multiplication like what? 5 time. 25 is! Or what? 5-10!
1: 8 is! If you order now, we'll throw in another educational tape for you. Learning fractions and percentages with Scott Steiner. So,
0: Samoa Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance! Minus my 25% chance, and you've got an 8 and a third chance of
1: winning. That's learning math with Booker T. And if you can't learn math with Booker T, you are definitely a sucker!